Josh Haston here, Israel Uncensored, on the Land of Israel Network at thelandofisrael.com. It is Monday, the 27th of March, 2023, the 5th of Nissan 573, coming to you on this Monday afternoon from Gush Etzion, just south of Jerusalem, the eternal capital of the state of Israel and the Jewish people. I just got back from Jerusalem, and I saw it with my own eyes just outside the Knesset, and I'm watching it now on television. The thousands and thousands of anti-government demonstrators who are marching there under the guise of judicial reform, in their case being anti-judicial reform, claiming to be anti-judicial reform. This, it's been going on now for what, 10 weeks, these protests And it feels like today is the boiling point this Monday, at least from what I saw in Jerusalem. The protesters outside of the Knesset yesterday after Prime Minister Netanyahu fired Defense Minister Yoav Gallant, who said maybe we should put a hold on the judicial reform. Sorry about that beep. Uh, You know, the WhatsApps are coming in fast and furious with all the latest news, which I'm trying to bring to you. I've been in Israel now, folks, 21 years. I have seen at least four or five major military operations in Gaza, counter-terror operations in Gaza, the second Lebanon war. I was in a near lynching in 2015, carried out by a mob of Arab terrorists here in Gush Etzion. I've had to run and seek shelter from rocket attacks down in Gaza, south, southern Israel. I've experienced all that. And I don't know. I don't know. Maybe this period right now is the worst of all because of the disunity between the people of Israel in this country right now. And again, let me make it absolutely clear. I'm 100% in favor of the judicial reform. I think it should happen. I've talked about it on the show for several weeks now. Definitely in that camp. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. You can argue it should have been done differently. It should have been done slower. It should have been done in, you know, with different tactics with a some sort of agreement between the prime minister and his camp and the opposition. I don't know. You can make these arguments. I want to state clearly that I'm, I'm pro the judicial reform. And I think the people, the majority, the vast majority of those who are demonstrating are not demonstrating against judicial reform. They're demonstrating against the government of Israel. They're demonstrating against the fact that Prime Minister Netanyahu formed a government after democratic elections in this country this past November, and they're not willing to accept the results. I believe that to be true. That's my belief. Obviously, it's my opinion. You can agree or disagree on that. So all of that being said, and the fact that obviously my opinion and my beliefs, those are my truths. All that being said, it just pains me to see the disunity in, in about it's now five minutes to six local time here in the afternoon on Monday at six o'clock. 
There is going to be a demonstration of those who are for like-minded people who are for the judicial reform. And on the other side of the street, literally on the other side of the street, what I saw today in Jerusalem, you have maybe up to 100,000 people who are protesting against the reform. So you are going to have Jews on two sides of the street yelling and screaming at each other. And who knows where that's going to lead, if that's going to get violent. What's going to be between our fellow Jews in the state of Israel? Coming to you again with very strong opinions on the matter, but seeing the images, and I'm just keeping my eye on the television right now as I'm talking to you, because Prime Minister Netanyahu was supposed to address the nation any minute. And if he does so, I'll put this microphone on pause. I'll go back and listen and then bring you what he, what he says. But right now, there is a split screen on TV. On one side, those who are pro the judicial reform on one side, those who are against. And that, that should not even be what's going on with this judicial business should not be the top story. I, w- I was planning on starting the show today talking about the fact that IDF soldiers shot a wanted terrorist in the neighborhood of Jaber, a neighborhood that's in Jericho, wounding him in the leg. The terrorist was taken into custody. This after this same terrorist opened fire on our forces who arrived, who arrived to arrest him. And just uh, the other night, Saturday night, two Israeli soldiers were wounded in a shooting attack in Khawara, the same village of Khawara where two major attacks occurred previously, where two Israeli brothers were murdered just earlier this month. And then just, what was it, what was it, last week, two more Israelis wounded in a terror attack in Khawara. I mean, that should be the focus, the fact that our enemies are trying to murder us, and I would go as far as to say they are looking over here, they're seeing the disunity, they're taking advantage of the disunity. This is when we're at our weakest. When we are not united, we are at our weakest. It's been like that throughout Jewish history. When there is a lack of unity, we are at our our weakest. And that's when the terrorists seize the opportunity to attack us. I want to ask everyone for prayers out there for the two soldiers slash students. These are two Hezder Yeshiva students, Elon ben Naama and Uri ben Zohar. Elon ben Naama, Uri ben Zohar. One was seriously wounded, one was moderately wounded. Again, they're in the hospital. It's almost a miracle the way they're recovering. These are two students from the Yeshivat Hezder in Sterot, an institution that's close to my heart for those who have known me over the years. And they're in the hospital now. And I'm watching images on TV of police and barricades and horses and people fighting. And instead of all that nonsense, our thoughts and and, and prayers are tefillot and our focus should be on the fact that our enemies are trying to kill us or trying to murder us and we we should be united as one and our attention should be focused on them, but it's not. Sadly, our attention is not on those who are in the hospital now as a result of Arab jihadist terrorism. 
It is on this judicial reform, which should be a minor issue, which has been hijacked. It's been hijacked by the Israeli flag. It's unbelievable. I'm driving home just now, and I'm looking at these protesters carrying Israeli flags, and it hurts me. Like It makes me cringe. Can you imagine? It makes me cringe almost to see an Israeli flag because I don't believe in what they're holding the flag. I don't believe in the banner which they're holding the flag over. The courts must be reformed. There's no doubt in my mind. But I don't even want to think about that, folks. I don't even want to talk about that. I mean, but this is like if you were here in Israel, maybe some of you are listening who are, who are here in Israel. You, the tension is so thick you can cut it with a knife. What's going on between Israelis and fellow Israelis in this country? People have taken sides. And it's so extreme. And there's violence and anarchy and lawlessness and people attacking police and traffic jams. And you think that's a small part of this, but it makes you a little bit crazy. Just now, it took me over two hours. Normally, it's a 30-minute drive. It took me over two hours to get home to Gush Etzion from Jerusalem. And all of this is building up and building up. And there was a general strike today, by the way. The airport was closed. McDonald's was closed. Um, the labor Histadrut, the labor unions workers went on strike, closing down non-essential services and hospitals, and the malls were closed and schools were closed and a lot of different, different municipalities not offering services all over this issue. I'm not saying it's a small issue. I think it's a, an important issue, but to go to the extreme that you are trying to tear down a country or tear down a government because you don't believe in the democratic system which put them into power it just hurts me to talk about it it hurts me to point the finger the other way i want there to be unity i want people to come together i want people to respect each other and i'm just not seeing it god forbid you know the last time or one of the last times, or maybe every time there's been tragedies in this country, wars. We have united. When Hamas is attacking us with rockets, we unite. When the three boys, may God avenge their blood, were murdered back at the beginning of, or in the, the summer rather, Kidnapped and murdered in the summer of 2014, we united together, left wing, left wing, right wing, ultra-Orthodox, secular, everyone united. It should not take a tragedy for us to unite. People need to put down, sad to say, they need to put down those Israeli flags and listen to reason. And I'm not saying we should not have democracy that's what one of the accusations i got accused i went on i24 television last week i got accused of being anti-democratic now i believe in democracy but when you when it gets to a point when you are not allowing members of knesset to leave their homes to vote and you're blocking their kids and kids from coming to school 
or you're blocking the entrance to office buildings of people who have different opinions than you, think tanks that you don't agree with, that is no longer democracy. And we've gotten to that point, folks. And I hope there is a way that we can go back. We have Passover coming up. We have the most emotional times of the year, arguably here in Israel, coming up. Israel's Memorial Day to the fallen soldiers and all those who perished in terror attacks. You have, before that, you have Holocaust Remembrance Day. And then you have Independence Day, our 75th Independence Day. And people are already talking about, no, we're not going to put our swords away for Independence Day. We're not going to put our swords away for Memorial Day. We're going to keep at it and we're going to keep at it under the guise of judicial reform. We're going to keep at it. We're going to keep fighting and protesting and carrying that Israeli flag as if those on the right don't believe in the Israeli flag. That's what I see. That's my feeling when I see the flag used here for these judicial reform protests. As painful as it is for me to to share that, to say that, if you can't catch my drift, this is hard. This isn't easy. It's hard to express myself. It's hard to not just want to talk about my belief and my truth. There has to be unity, folks. We have to somehow come together. And there and there's so much other news going on here. There's so many other things. I have pages of news I wanted to talk about here. You know, we're in the we're in the middle of Ramadan. All right, where you had groups of terrorists hiding out in the Al-Aqsa Mosque on Saturday night because they knew Jews were coming up to pray Sunday morning and they were going to attack them. And the police prevented that. And that's news. And any other week, I would talk about that and focus on that. Our enemies are trying to prevent us from praying on the Temple Mount. That is news. That is newsworthy. That is a top story. But I can't even get to that. And I can't even get to the positive news I wanted to get to. Amazing things going on. Biking in Jerusalem. Time Magazine recommends biking in Jerusalem as a top travel idea for 2023. I would rather talk about that. I'd rather talk about the good and the positive and the fact that it was raining over Shabbat. Beautiful, holy rain. A blessing raining in Jerusalem over Shabbat. As I spent my Sabbath, my Shabbat, near the walls of the old city. And I'm mentioning all these things, but I'm not getting into the details because I'm watching the images on TV of a disunified people on one side, people protesting judicial reform and the other side, people supporting it just across the street from each other on a nice spring day in Jerusalem where we should be dancing and singing and celebrating in the month of Nisan, our freedom our freedom from Egypt. That's what, should the fo- that's what the focus should be. Unity against those who want to destroy us. We say in the Passover Haggadah, which we read on Seder night, in every generation they came to destroy us. But thanks to God, thanks to God's mercy, we survived and we outlived them all. They tried. They failed. We are here. We're home. We're in Israel. And that's really what I want to focus on.
but I can't. Not this week, folks. I'm sorry. Sorry to be depressing, but that's where we are. Maybe, maybe somehow we'll come out of this by next week. <laughs> we'll put our swords down. We'll be unified. We'll be one. And together we'll get ready for Passover as we should be now. That's it. Uh, the prime minister has not gotten on TV yet here. It's about 10 after 6 in Israel on Monday evening, March the 27th, 2023, the 5th of Nisan, 5783. Get in touch with me during the week, Josh at the land of Israel.com, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. Let me know your thoughts on all of these issues. Let me know what you're going through wherever you are in the wonderful world of ours. Let me know what you're feeling. Difficult, difficult times. And let's hope for the best. Let's pray for the best. Shout out to Ben Bresky, engineer extraordinaire, Tabitha Epstein. Have a great week, everybody. Try to be positive. I will as well. Let's hope for good things. Be safe. Have a wonderful, wonderful week from Gush Etzion, Israel. And let's hope for the best for the nation of Israel. Take care, everybody.